One of the things that people ask me sometimes is, uh, they say, Tony, you're a motivational speaker, but how do you keep yourself motivated? And I was like, wow, that's a great question because you know everybody needs motivation. I need motivation too. And uh, in my book, The Courage to Change, I talk about 18 things, 18 different things that, uh, that I use to motivate myself. Now, since I've written that book, there are, I've added more things to that list because you know, over the years, uh, you just accumulate more ways to do stuff, right? As you mature. Well, I just wanted to talk to you in this video about you know, just a couple things that I do, a few things that I do to keep myself motivated. Perhaps the biggest thing that motivates me is when I see a scene of an elderly person who needs assistance in walking, um, sitting down, getting up, or eating, or whatever, and I force myself to observe very, very closely that situation. And the reason for that is because I, I look at that and I say, you know, since we don't know how we're gonna age, we don't know um, how we're gonna grow old, how our bodies are gonna uh, function or continue to function, we don't know that. We're not guaranteed anything. It could be for you know, genetic reasons, it could be for external reasons, it could be for any reason, we don't know. And so the thing that motivates me about that kind of a situation is because I, when I look at that, I say, you know what? Wow, I said, that could be me one day who needs assistance. And since we don't know, since we're not guaranteed anything, the thing that I tell myself is, if that has to happen to me too, I want that day to come as far into the future as possible. And while there are certain things that we cannot control, I do know that there are certain things that I can control. And I can control how I eat, I control how I exercise, I control a lot of other things that I can control. And so what does that make me do in a more concrete way? Um, I went to a nutritionist several years ago and I learned how to eat in a more healthy way. I learned uh, you know, about the different kinds of foods and the effects that they have on my body so that I know what I'm putting in it, into my mouth and what I'm putting into my body. Um, I learned about the combination of foods that we need, that our bodies need. I learned about um, supplements. I used to think that supplements was a, was a four-letter word. You know, I thought supplements was a negative thing and we shouldn't be taking the supplements. But supplements can be good, especially as you age because your body stops to um, produce certain, certain types of, uh, of substances that it needed when you were younger and active because they say you don't need it anymore. But if you do, if you are active and if you do want to maintain health in a certain way, you need certain kinds of supplements that are, that, and there's a lot of good supplements out there. So anyway, I learned, I went to a nutritionist and I learned how to eat in a more healthy way. And I can guarantee you this as God is my witness, every single day, there are certain things that I do as a result of that, those, that time that I spent, that period that I spent going to the nutritionist and the, and the diet that he put together for me. Um, I do some of those things every single day. And when I sit down to eat, sometimes when I even go to a restaurant, sometimes people say, come on, you don't need the lemon. You know, and I say, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. You don't want it, that's fine. I want it, thank you very much. You know. And so I'm one of that because I'm motivated because I have that scene about being older and needing assistance. And I said, you know what? If I can do that and that's going to help me, then I'm going to do it. Another thing that I do three or four times a week is I go to the gym. And because I want to, you know, I work on cardio, I work on uh, my abs, I work on, I do some weights. Now, I don't go there to be Mr. Hulk because I don't want to do that anymore. I used to spend like two and a half hours in the gym when I was like 24 years old. 
I don't do that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore, but I do want to stay healthy. And so I go to the gym three or four times a week. Now, you might be watching this video and you say, well, I don't like going to the gym. And you know what I tell you? That's fine. Don't go to the gym. But first of all, we're talking about me because the question was, how do you keep yourself motivated, Tony? And so that's why I'm asking this question. But if you're thinking, you know, I would like to, to do some moving, but I don't like going to the gym, then I say, don't go to the gym. Then go ride a bike, go for a walk, go for a run, go play tennis, racquetball, squash, go for a swim, you know, whatever. But do something, you know, that's the thing that motivates me. And I like going to the gym because, you know, I like also like playing basketball, but you know, to play basketball, you need, you know, you got to get the rest of the guys together and everybody has to meet at the same time. And, and this guy, this time he can't, and another time he can't. And, you know, and when I go to the gym, I can do what I want. I can go when I want. I can spend as much time as I want. And I'll tell you another thing. When I go to the gym, I don't spend, like I said, two and a half hours anymore. I might go, if, even if I only have 20 or 30 minutes, I go anyway. And people sometimes will, who, are, who see me go in and out, uh, so quickly, they was like, well, what did you do in that, in, in that amount of time? And I say, it's not about how much time you spent. It's about what you do in the time. While you're over there talking, I'm over here working. You see what I mean? <laughs> so, um, but my average time in the gym is probably 45 minutes to an hour. But I do that like three or four times a week because I'm motivated by that scene. You know, uh, Another thing that motivates me is something that I call an inspiration board. I don't even remember where I got this idea from. But it's an inspiration board, and it's sitting, it's, it's, a, it's like an 8 by 10 I just put a whole lot of different pictures. The only thing that's on it is pictures. And it's pictures of people, and I'm going to do another video about this because I think it's so cool. And it's really, really an inspirational tool for me. And it's just pictures of people that I know, some of them I don't know, um, some of them I have met, some of them I have never met. Some of them are family members, some of them are not. And these are people that inspire me in some way. And so, and I have this sitting next to my desk in my studio and it's just sitting there. And sometimes when I need inspiration, because I need inspiration too sometimes. And when I need that inspiration, I glance over at that board and I see Michael Jordan. And now Michael, you know, to most people is, you know, some guy who used to, he's the greatest of all time, basketball player. You know, somebody might argue with that. I don't, I think he's the greatest of all time. But I also had the opportunity and the privilege and the honor of spending an entire week with him when he went to Germany when I was working for Nike back in the early 90s, when he was at the pinnacle of his career. And so you can imagine being so interested in motivation and all that stuff, you can imagine the questions that I asked him. And, and we talked and, and it was just so inspiring. And I remember one of the things in particular that he told me, which was um, he said that you know a lot of people when they uh, talk about how good he is and the fact that he's one of the best, play the best player in the world at the time, um, he said the thing that kind of irks me a little bit is that a lot of people think that I got to where I'm at right now because of only because of my talent. And he said, and the people who say that, they don't realize how hard I worked to get where I am. He said, now I might be able to do some things that I might have some, some talents that a lot, of, a lot of people don't have. He said, but I worked hard to get where I'm at. And he said, and he was telling me, he said, I'm, I'm like the, the first one to be at practice. I'm the last one to go home because there's always something to improve. Always. No matter who you are and what you do, there's always somebody, something to improve. So whenever I happen to be thinking about, which doesn't happen very often, I'll be honest with you, when I'm thinking about I don't really have anything to do, which is very rare, um, I just glance over to the inspiration board and see Michael looking at me like, you know, 
<laughs> he's like, bruh, get to work. You can't, you can't tell me that you don't have anything to improve. To improve. You know what I mean? So that's one of the people I see on my inspiration board. I also um, met a real-life princess. I, read a, I met her in a real bizarre situation on a plane. And we ended up keeping in touch um, for several months, becoming really, really good friends. I'm not going to tell you who it is because I don't want to embarrass her. So I'm not going to tell you who it is. But she was a real-life princess. I talk more about it in my book, The Courage to Change. So if you want to read about it a little bit more, um, you can do it there. But I really, uh, she was telling me, and at the time in my life when I, was, when I had that funny feeling in my stomach and um, I was thinking about leaving the company that I was working for and I was telling her how I felt and all that stuff and she was so much of an inspiration to me because she was telling me, she said, Tony, your, your path in life is a different one. You know, you're being tested because sometimes life will test you. Sometimes life will give you everything that you think you, you need and that, that you would ever want because it's testing you to see how much you really want something else. And so he, she said, sooner or later, your time is good. You're going to have to leave and you're going to have to go pursue that dream. She gave me the book, The Alchemist. I read that book. If you've never read that book, it's a great book. You know, if you have kids, give it to them to read. If you want to read it, it's a great book. It's very inspiring. That was another thing that inspired me a lot. Anyway, she was a great inspiration for me. Um, Coach Carp was another great inspiration for Gene Carpenter, Dr. Gene Carpenter. He was my coach in college at Millersville, and he used to say things like, um, he's on the inspiration board too, just like the princess is on the inspiration board. And um, I remember... You know, he used to say a lot of different stuff, but one of the things that really rung, struck with me the most was when he said, men, he used to always say, he's, he repeated this, I don't know how many times over the course of the four years I was in college, and he said, men, always remember this, there's three kinds of people in this world. Some, some people sit around and wait for something to happen. Other people, the second kind of person uh, sits and hopes that something will happen. And the third kind of person is the kind of person who makes things happen. Which kind of person are you? And I, always, I decided that from that time on, I said, I know what kind of person I want to be. I want to make stuff happen. So when I glance over to the, uh, the inspiration board, I see Dr. Gene Carpenter looking at me. He's like, so what you going to do, you know? And so, you know, those are just some things that, uh, that inspire me. And then one other person I have to talk about on the inspiration board, and that's Wendy Ward. Wendy Ward is, was my uh, acting teacher <clears throat> back in New York. If you ever decide to take acting classes and you want to study the Meisner technique, because there are other techniques out there other than the method and Stanislavski, there are other techniques out there. Uh, one of them is the Meisner technique, which is the one that spoke to me the most. And she's an excellent teacher. She's very tough, though but she's an excellent teacher. And one of the things that she used to have us do was, you know, to become a good actor, you have to really be good at blocking out everything and all the noise around you and really concentrating and focusing on what it is you're there in that scene to do. And so she used to give us exercises to do that, to, to, to work on that. And one of the exercises that she gave us was that we had to bring something to class that we had to do by ourselves in front of the class for like 10 or 15 minutes. It could be anything. And we had to do that alone. And people were just sitting there watching it, you know? And you had to do that. And, you, and she, what she wanted to see was that you were so focused and concentrated on doing what you're doing. And then she tried to trick us. She would send somebody else, some other student, into the scene, into your scene, and to talk to you and to try to distract you. 
And uh, so you'd be, you know, you'd be working on your thing, and then all of a sudden this other person will come in the scene, and then you would start talking to them, and you'd forget about what you were doing, and that's when she would get pissed off. And she would say, get it done! Get it done, Tony! And so then you would be like, okay, 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 okay. Because what she wanted to do is she said, don't let anything distract you. You get it done. Focus on what you're there to do. And so when I look over to the inspiration board, when I'm, you know, maybe I'm navigating on the internet and wasting time or doing something, I just glance over and she's like, and I just hear her voice, get it done. And so, you know, those are just some of the things on my inspiration board, some of the people on my inspiration board. There's my, I have some family members on there. My sister's on there. Angel's on there. Angel was working in the school district for a long time. And then she decided that she wanted to go back and finish her, her degree and become a teacher. And that's what she did. She went back. She finished her degree. I'm so proud of her. You know, she's a math teacher. She's helping a lot of kids. And I'm just so proud of her. And so she's on there. She's, she inspires me because I want to have that same spirit, you know. Get it done, you know. Do the, you know, go after what it is you want. You know, feel it and then go get it. And she did that. And so, you know, like I said, I got family members on there. I got my mom and dad is on there because they inspired me for different reasons. So the inspiration board is another thing that really motivates me. Um, another thing that motivates me a lot are possibilities. When you create possibilities for yourself, even if you don't know what the outcome is going to be yet, that motivates me. You know, when you put something together, for example, I have been, you know, studying internet marketing for many years now, and it's such, it's just fascinating to me. As a matter of fact, you know, when people buy my book and get into my seminars and courses, I present them to the people who are actually helping me to get the results that I'm getting. And it's such a fascinating world, you know. So I build funnels, I build, um, and I know this might sound like Greek to you, but I build these, these tools and these processes online that help to get people interested and to, to, to help you to get visibility for what it is you do and sell products online and help a lot of people. Well, when you first build one of those processes, one of those funnels as they're called, you don't know if it's going to work or not. You know? You don't know. You know what you might have to tweak afterwards, but when you put it out there, you don't know if it's going to work or not. But the mere possibility that it could work, that is motivating. It's like once you have it built, you're like, wow, man, I got it built. You just got one more step to go, you know? And that's motivating for me. Whenever you create possibilities for yourself, even if you don't know whether it's going to work or not, for me, that's motivating. And then the other thing, the, 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 the follow-on to that are results. When you get results, that's motivating, right? When you start to see that things are happening, you put all these processes in place and things are starting to happen, that's great. That, that motivates me a lot. I love that. And, you know, that's one of the things I see that a lot of people get held back by is because they set goals that are really, really ambitious and then they'll try it once, they'll try it twice, they'll try it three times, and then they say, well, it didn't work. But one of the mistakes that I see people make very, very frequently is that they set big goals, and sometimes people say, well, I set a goal that was too big for myself. Maybe that wasn't it. Maybe what the real problem was is that you didn't break that big goal down into little goals. Maybe that's the problem that you had. Because if you break it down into little goals and you start to get to the first goal, you achieve that one, you achieve the second goal, then you achieve the third goal, you start to see that you're on your way to your success that, you're, that you desire. You know? So if you have a big goal, remember to chop it up into little goals. You know? And so when I do that and I reach these, these results and I get these results, it's motivating. 
You know, it's like Kathy Dowd said. Kathy Dowd, I believe, I don't want to say anything that's not true, but I believe, because I saw her speak and she was really, really inspirational. She, I believe, is the first woman ever to climb Mount Everest by, from, on, from two different sides. And I don't, know if you, if you don't I don't even know anything about that, but it takes months to climb Mount Everest, you know? And she said one of the things that she sees people who, who need motivation, one of the mistakes that she sees people make is that they, they're working on something for so long. And just like, and she said, it's a very, very, it's like metaphor to the, the, the mountain climb is a metaphor to, to the rest of life. She says, sometimes I see people work on something so long and then they, they look upwards like I do on the mountain after like a few months that I, or a couple months that I've been climbing this mountain, you know, and I'm, I'm only halfway up there. She said, the mistake that some people make is that they look and see how much more they have to do. And they're like, man, this is too hard. I don't want to do this. And she said, I don't do that. I look the other way. She said, I look this way. And I look at all that I've accomplished. I look at the distance that I've traveled, of the, of the half of the mountain that I've climbed, and all the obstacles that I've, that I've overcome to get to where I am today. And that motivates me to go the rest of the way. You see what I'm saying? So, and these, like I said, these are things that, um, that motivate me. And that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to motivate you. But so what I encourage everyone to do, you know, people come into my programs or in the seminars and stuff, I tell them, I say, you know, you need to find your things that motivate you. This is what motivates me. But you need to find the things that motivate you, you know? Anyway, this is how this motivational speaker motivates himself. So my question to you as I leave you in this video is how, are you, how do you motivate yourself? How do you keep yourself motivated? How do you keep yourself disciplined on track and focused on your, on your goals? So anyway, that's how I keep myself motivated. I have a clear idea of what I want. I am disciplined to get on what I want. And sometimes that's what makes the difference. But I also know how to keep myself motivated and how to keep myself disciplined and on track to achieving my goals, which ultimately are going to be to help a lot of people to achieve theirs. So I hope that was helpful. Stay tuned. Stay in touch. I got a lot more stuff to say. <laughs>